Are you seeking fulfillment for your life? Do you want freedom from fear? That's why we're here. Welcome to Jesus 101, introducing you to the real Jesus. And now, here's your host, Elizabeth Talbot with Mike Tucker. I'm Elizabeth Talbot. And I'm Mike Tucker. I'm very interested in the story of the adoption of your grandfather. You said that he didn't know... Yeah, he he never knew who his biological parents were. He was raised as a Tucker, and no one told him who his biological parents were. His his uh, adopted family knew, but no one told him. In fact, he lived his life thinking that perhaps he had been an Anderson by birth and, and did a lot of research. We helped him with the research, couldn't find anything. Hmm. After he died, one of his sisters came to us and said, you know, the truth is that he was adopted from a very close family member. Mm. So it was another Tucker who had given birth to him, and the circumstances were such that they could not keep him, whether it was a birth out of wedlock or a birth to a a poor family or a family with too many children. And so this other uh, branch of the family, Tuckers, adopted him. And so chances are he actually grew up as a Tucker, having been born as a Tucker. Oh, I never knew that. I never knew it. And so uh, that, that will be a real surprise for him. Uh, but <laughs> that's interesting. He, yeah. he died thinking that perhaps he had been an Anderson. You mean that will be in the resurrection in morning? In the resurrection morning, you know, uh, because I think <laughs> that at great. that point he'll he'll figure out that hey, that wow, was his last name was I was from really the very a Tucker beginning. all along. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great story. Yeah. Uh, many people don't know that Jesus actually was legally adopted at some yeah, point, and as right. we are coming closer to the week of Christmas, we are spending this whole week talking about events preceding Jesus' birth, and we're actually talking about the struggle that. Joseph had when he had you know little information about what's going on yeah. he finds his uh, wife is pregnant now the the bible uses this this um, terminology of wife and husband, even though they're not yet married. Why is no. that, Mike? Well, because the fact that in those days, an engagement was very different than what it was today. I mean, in those days, an engagement was a betrothal, and that was a legal contract. They were considered to be husband and wife, even though they were not yet uh, living as husband and wife, which would take place after the ceremony. And so, he considered her his wife that he had not yet fully know. And when she turned up pregnant, since he had not been with her as her husband, he realized this was not his child. And so, if indeed the child was to become his, it would have to be through adoption because this was not his biological child, and he knew that. Very interesting how the two Gospels show um, announcements of angels, but the Gospel of Luke, uh, is the announcement is to Mary, and mm-hmm. that's the way that Luke tells the story of the miraculous birth. But Matthew does not tell the story of how the angel uh, talks to Mary. Matthew tells the story of how the angel talked to Joseph. To Joseph. And actually, he achieves the same thing, but but the announcement comes to Joseph that the, this has been actually a miraculous birth. So we start on uh, Matthew today on chapter 1, uh, starting on verse 18. And from the very beginning, we are loaded with information. Yeah, we are loaded with information. And the truth is, though, in order for Joseph to make the decision that he ultimately makes, somebody's got to talk to him. Yeah, because, because there's no way. You know, he doesn't he, have any... He's not going to buy this pregnant virgin story. Uh, the guy's been around the block a time or two. Yes. And unless an angel from heaven speaks to him... He's not going to buy it. Well, God knew what it would take. <laughs> yes. You know, this this story of Joseph's struggle trying to figure out mm-hmm. God's will brings me great comfort. You know, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is Proverbs uh, 
chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Except that all we have is, is our, our understanding. understanding yeah. So if we are understanding wrong, then God has the responsibility to show us that we are in the wrong path because That's we're right. wanting to do His will. It's just that we don't know what it is. And so we make our decisions based on the best information we have at the time, but we remain open to God to, revealing something new. To God revealing new. something yeah. new. And, and this in which is the case, case, we'll be flexible. That's right. And Joseph uh, is struggling like any of us would struggle on a situation that really uh, looks very, very bad. And it's the fact that he's engaged uh, to his wife, they yeah. call her wife, and she, yeah. and she becomes pregnant. Verse 18, now the birth of Jesus Christ was as followed when his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph. Before they came together, she was found to be with child by the Holy Spirit. And Joseph, her husband, being a righteous man and not wanting to disgrace her, planned to send her away secretly. Okay, let's talk a little yeah. bit about that. Now, first of all, <laughs> the truth is that before the Roman occupation, uh, you know, a woman found uh, found pregnant out of wedlock, the results could have been very, very different than what they are here. But at this point, the, their um, options were more limited, and so Joseph simply said, I'm going to put her away privately. Yes, and, and that was such a merciful thing to do. He yes. took all the things that he could as far as information is concerned, and he said, uh, I mean, the, the word before on verse 18 is almost like a painful word. Mm-hmm. He was found with child before they before. came together. Before. And so he has that information, and he has two choices. He put her out publicly, mm-hmm. in which case she would be stoned, mm-hmm. or he can put it secretly and said, I'm going to divorce her secretly without making a big deal. And he decides to do the most graceful thing. Yeah, he does. And his his decision shows him to be a good man and a yes. righteous man who mm-hmm. truly cared for Mary. But, you know, it's hard for us to, in this day to understand the stigma Absolutely. of, of, an, of uh, an impregnated woman who is unmarried. And, you know, it's still enough of a stigma today, but in those days, you just oh, multiply today by about a, a thousand times and you got the stigma that they had. And you see Joseph motive on uh, on verse 19, he does not want to disgrace her. So so have you heard people saying, okay, what what is the best way I can do this and hurt people the least, but yeah. I really have to do something about it because I right. can no longer, in this case, marry this woman because obviously she has slept with somebody else. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty obvious to Joseph. It is, and he was trying to do the right thing, and he had made a good decision based on the information he had at the time. Yes, and, and verse 20 tells us, uh, actually in the Greek past tense, that he actually made up his mind. Yeah. So this is not something that he's just meditating on. Some of your uh, versions will say but when he had considered this. But yes. actually what he's saying when his mind was made up, when he had, he had decided on this. I already know what I'm going to do. This is the right thing to do. But when he had considered this, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream saying, Joseph, son of David, interesting he calls him that. We'll get back to that. Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child uh, who has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. See, he gets the same announcement here than, than Luke gets uh, when the angel tells Mary that she will conceive of the Holy mm-hmm. Spirit. Here we are given a full new reality th- that is completely different than the reality that Joseph was seeing. Mm-hmm. This is God's view of reality of the situation. and says, oh, by the way, this has been a miracle. Yes, this is a miracle. But he sets up the miracle by planting a seed in his mind about who he is and why his lineage is important. He calls him the son of David. Yeah, it's very interesting because in this whole gospel, 
No one else is called son of David except Jesus, and this one time, Joseph. Joseph. And so that's to let him know it's, it's this is something special because the king of Israel is, is to be born here. This is a, a child under special circumstances. By the way, you are a son of David. Yes. And you, you are of that lineage. Of course, Joseph would have known that the prophecy was that this would be a Davidic king. Right. The, the Messiah, they're waiting to be mm-hmm. from the lineage of David, and the angel says, hello, Joseph, you qualify. Yeah. But Joseph had nothing to do with the conception. No, no. So, so now he has to either believe or not believe what the angel is saying. The angel continues on verse 21, actually gives a name. She will bear a son and you will call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. He says, you will call his name Jesus. Yeah. And that's significant. <laughs> yeah. It's because very significant. Why is it significant to call why does it say you, Joseph? You because shall call that, his name that Jesus. That will be an admission on his part that this is now my child. In other words, it's an adoption. If he names the child, then he claims the child. To name is to claim, basically. Yes. And so this is an official adoption when he says, all right, I'm giving the name. She bears the child. I give him the name. That means this is my child, even though he's not mine uh, biologically. I adopt him as my son. So if Joseph decides to take this new revelation to heart, he would have to eventually formally adopt the child by naming him right. Jesus, which is the name that the angel gave, and in spite of his natural inclinations to run away from this situation. Oh, yeah. So this is not what he was planning to do at the beginning. No, it is not what he was planning to do at the beginning. But now that he has more information, he's willing to be flexible and change his plans to meet God's agenda. You know, Matthew uh, says that all this took place to fulfill the prophecy that we already spoke to you about mm-hmm. in the first week of December, um, found in Isaiah seven fourteen, where the the child was named Emmanuel, God with us. Mm-hmm. But the legal name of Jesus will be Jesus, Jesus, which happens to mean he will save his people. That's right. You know, God saves is actually what it means. Yeah, God saves. And so, again, his name is very descriptive and very appropriate that this is our Messiah, Jesus, God saves. And he does so through Jesus. And so, Joseph woke up from this interaction with the angel and he, he says that he uh, took Mary as his wife. He, he actually mm-hmm. took it to heart. And then verse 25 is, is very interesting because it says, what was Mary's role and what was Joseph's yeah. role? But kept her a virgin until she gave birth to a son and he called his name. Jesus. So yeah. he formally adopted him then. He did not know her in the biblical sense. Yeah, in the, in the sexual sense. In the sexual sense, uh, as uh, you know, until the child was born. And then he adopted this child. So there's no question this is not my child as far as biologically is concerned. Yeah, but legally. But legally, he is mm-hmm. mine and I adopted him. And, and truthfully, the, the rights of an adopted child uh, in that culture were just as strong, if not stronger, than those of a biological child. Absolutely. So she gave birth, but he called his name. Right. Um, you know, I, I am reminded of a wonderful verse uh, found in Isaiah 43, verse 1, which is one of my favorite verses in the whole Bible. Uh, God says to me, I have called you by name. Yeah. You are mine. So here you see the full adoption that God says, why are you afraid? Don't be afraid. I have called you by name. You're mine. You know, I have these name tags that I made for myself mm-hmm. that have the whole verse. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the name tags that people say hello yeah, yeah. Um, and so I put my name underneath is the verse yeah. uh, I have called you by name you're mine I'm the one that really has adopted so when we accept Jesus who is the one named God saves we become adopted sons and daughters of God and that makes us brothers and sisters of Jesus Christ we are a part of the divine family you are joint heirs with Christ and Christmas tells us that you belong to God Thank you for joining us today on Jesus 101. 
For more insights and resources, connect with us at Jesus101.tv. That's Jesus101.tv. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Jesus101institute and follow us on Twitter at Jesus101media. Until next time, live free.